Ahoy, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. It's our Tuesday episode, hopefully Tuesday where you're listening. Uh, we're going to discover some of the most amazing facts, figure out whether they are as amazing as I promised, or if they deserve to be chucked into the bin of nonsense. My name is Dan, thank you for listening. I've got three things this week about dirty books, about mugshot models, and some tipping trauma. Connor is also here, what you got? You know, right, we're talking about squirrels. We love a good old squirrel. Facebook, maybe you should come off of it if you want to be with the one you love. Yeah, it's bad news. And heartbeats of people in the sea. And Mark is also here, people in the sea. There we go. Uh, this week, I'm talking death again, but don't worry, it is not as much as last week. Also, war... It really is depressing, isn't it? And games. Jesus. <laughs> Stick around, it's a brand new episode of Baffled. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So the the collective sigh, if you weren't here last week, um, Mark brought uh, like at least two of his three facts. Double deaf. Like uh, honestly, I yeah, I wanted to leave week. the studio. And take a, a long walk off a short clip. I promise they're not as depressing this week. It sounds depressing on the outset, but inside it's actually, it's not too bad. Not like a, <laughs> right, okay. I think the idea, I mean, it's quite dangerous, Mark, because you are the producer of this show yes. and you're the producer of other fun podcasts and you understand the world of podcasts. The idea is to sell it. You know, like the first three minutes, why are they staying for the other hour? There's Mark. That's why last week I went straight in and went, that's right, got double deaf this week. People love a bit of double deaf. Hey, yeah, True Crime is a big podcast, so you never know. Mm. Double but, death might have kept yeah. people going. My favourite sell this week was from Connor. Uh, stuff about a squirrel. We love a squirrel. <laughs> we love a squirrel. Also, I really enjoy how Connor says squirrel. Yeah. Squirrel. Mm. Yeah, just, it's, it's just enjoyable. It's very beautifully pronounced. I wouldn't, I wouldn't open up the can of worms on our pronunciations because we could be here a long old time. All I'm saying is if you haven't listened to the Double Death episode yet, mm. once you've listened to that and you need a bit of a pick-me-up, just listen to Connor saying the word squirrel. I'll be honest with you, the squirrel fact will be a great way to start because it really will shape what is a fantastic episode today, I'm telling you. Mark, give us your first fact of the podcast. <laughs> Come on, we've got to go squirrel first. Come on, Connor. Okay. Squirrels are behind... The most power outages in the US. Okay. What, there's just an evil squirrel plan to bring down New York yeah. City by getting rid of all the power and then robbing the banks? Yeah. Is Would you like to know a little bit more? I mean, Would I think, like I think I've just more? explained it. I think let's move on to the second fact of the show. Yeah, there we go. There's just a really, really dirty crew of squirrels that just want to take down all electric across the US. Mark's answer is the one. That is that is the reason why. I can't imagine that's not right. thing is, with it, Connor, if it's... I just don't want it to be the obvious. I don't want it to be they chew through the cables. 
Is... Well, hold on a minute. <laughs> I mean, hold I on mean that minute. is what it is, isn't it? <laughs> but you, you, hold on a minute. Even if they were chewing through the cables, mm-hmm. the fact that squirrels are behind the most power outages in the US. I mean, there's a lot of chewing. There's a lot of goddamn squirrels. Yeah, but, so why, just give but me a what else is going to chew it? Yeah. It's not like it's competing with the humans who are just going, oh, you know what I fancy? I fancy a side of electric cable tonight. <laughs> Let me go have a bit of a chew. Oh, God. Like, it's happened. What do you mean a side of electric cable? Well, exactly. It's nonsense, like, isn't it? It's not going to happen. So, of course, if anything's going to chew through it, it's going to be squirrels. Well, we've got pigeons, raccoons, magpies. When have you maybe seen pigeons, US... like, nibble through something? I've seen pigeons nibble. They're always pecking, aren't they, or whatever's They're below like, them? Pecking. Pecking, not nibbling. Yeah. You've opened yourselves what? up to a little thing of semantics what? there. What, Connor? We're talking about the APPA. <laughs> The American Public Power Association. Oh, it's my, my favourite drop... APPA yeah. of them all. Yeah. They've come out in a nice press release saying squirrels are the most frequent cause of power outages in the US, OK? So they developed a data tracker called the Squirrel Index. You see, look, isn't this great? It's the best. It's getting the better. The Squirrel Index. Yeah, it's getting better. You need to give me a moment. And that analyses the patterns and timings of squirrels' impact on electrical power systems. Turns out... The peak times of the year for squirrel attacks are from May to June and October to November, and they attack the power supplies. Don't they just die, though? Sorry, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. They've actually spent money and time developing a squirrel index. Isn't it wonderful? What have they done after the squirrel index to to stop this happening, to to dissuade the squirrels from having a side of electricity with their nuts and acorns that day? Just a rifle. Just a rifle? Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. just people lined up on the streets, you know, with little tiny cat bullets and see a squirrel on an electrical line. Mark's yeah. right, though. I mean, it depends where they're chewing it. If they're chewing an overhead power line, which I'm guessing they're not, then they'll probably die anyway. I mean, if they're grounded, they'll die. So you're wasting your time. Just just let them kill themselves. They'll learn. The fact isn't squirrels die and are also behind most power outages in the US. The fact is they... they they mess up all the power eyes for the squirrel's life. Yeah, they don't really care. They're behind the most the most power outages in the UK. The most, and that's according to APPA. Connor, you promised it with us. The squirrel index really did make it for me, I'll be honest. Yeah. I was, I Those was, are my two favourite words. I was on a low ebb. Uh, Connor, you promised us a big start to the podcast with that. Mark, how do you feel? Do you feel he delivered? I feel like we helped. Mm. We picked up some of the slack, I yeah. find. Um, well, and that's oh, official because well, the APPA th- have told me on the baffled index. We're a, we're a team. We're a team here. We're a team here. And and we we performed a great opening to a great episode. It's about squirrels. Thank you much better than that. Connor sniff of approval. Mark, give us your first fact of the show. Morgan Freeman wears earrings that are worth enough to pay for a coffin, just in case he dies in a strange place. Right, so this is fantastic because when you first said this... I was not keen. I was like, again, with squirrels stacking power lines, I'm thinking, not a surprise. One of the world's most famous actors has expensive jewellery. But the fact that he's done it for a reason is very interesting. Apparently it's an old sailor's tradition. Mm. Oh, please do. Please do explain. I mean, that is literally it. It's an old sailor's tradition that they would wear earrings, which are expensive enough that when they die, someone can go sell those and that pays for the coffin. Just in case they oh, die yeah, away from where what, their family are and where they have the I money. absolutely love that. Of, of A lot of yeah. the things that we've learned in Baffled, the fact that even old sailors would wear like insurance policies in their ears is fantastic. 
It is. The, the only, the... I really, really reckon that Morgan Freeman, he's, uh, he's half struggling for that 500-pound plank of wood, you know? And if Morgan Freeman died, you've got to sell that earring to get the money. Well, desperate, I, well, desperate it's, times. Well, supposedly the point is, is if he dies in a strange place, if he dies when no one knows who he is, so that it's then Morgan they can use that. Freeman. Well, exactly. This is my issue with it. Like, if you did it, fair enough. Because, I mean, outside of, you know, the baffled listeners and outside of the UK, probably no one's going to give a fuck if you die. They're going to go, oh, at least he's got earrings here. Let's sell them and do the coffin, right? So, Morgan Freeman, Jeez, on the other hand, even if he dies in the middle of bum nowhere, people are going to know that it's Morgan Freeman. Mm, but the problem is he's dead, so he can't talk and it's the voice well no but as in people know it's morgan freeman they'll go morgan freeman's died and then morgan freeman's family will find him and they'll be able to do and they'll be able to sort out all this money and everything hold hold the front door a minute right it's morgan bloody freeman if you're if you're finding his body selling his earring to get a coffin and no media outlet or nobody is being told about the fact morgan freeman's dead you're it's not good for you but no, Don't need no earring. Maybe he's doing it's it. Bloody Freeman. Maybe he's he's out in the jungles of Bolivia when no when no one's watched Schindler's List or whatever it is. The jungles of Bolivia. Who's selling the earring? Who's Schindler- selling the earring then? A bloody sloth. People live in Bolivia. Look, we're we're trying to we look. I love I love it. The fact is great. We're looking at the fact of pointless for him pointless I mean we're trying to dig the jungles of Bolivia like it's Morgan bloody Freeman how many times have I got to say it's Morgan bloody Freeman I do feel like of all the people in the world he is one person who doesn't need to do this I'm irritated but I do love the fact that old sailors used to do this yeah that's very good I'm irritated that I got the film Schindler's List confused with uh, the Shawshank Redemption. They are quite different films. Yeah, but it's the S's. Doesn't he play? It? The S's, yeah. Doesn't he play God in Bruce O'Mighty? Bruce O'Mighty? What, the Irish one? Oh, top of the morning, Bruce, yes, Bruce O'Mighty here. Oh, that is He plays God, doesn't he? He does play God. He I'm does sure play he plays God. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I once interviewed Morgan Freeman for the fantastic film Dolphin Tale 2. You did, and I once edited that, and I remember looking at it going, How the fuck did we pay to send Dan to Florida? There is a road in England that is built with dirty books. Not dirty books as in muddy books, as in dirty books. Dirty books. You know, a bit of mum porn. Yeah. The M6 oh, toll, which goes around the north of Birmingham. One I, of the was, new- I was on that two days ago. Well, there you go. Facts for you. You can for facts. You stay yeah. for facts. Uh, it was lined with two and a half million of old copies of Mills and Boone's romantic novels. Mills and Boone's are like the classic... Uh, you, you know, plumber and the vicar yeah. with the old wife thing. They pulped them down and they made the road out of them. Still there. I That's like what it. I pay £6.80 for. Not even to ride on proper asphalt, to ride on old dirty books. I, I'm, I'm going to pay that more because I've, I don't really pay for the M6 style, but I'm going to now if I'm riding on top of these dirty novels. Let you me- know I love a road fact. Big fan of that. How, how and why? How and why are they there? Richard B. I'm glad you asked, Connor. Richard Beale, who was the company's project manager for the M6 toll, said the book's absorbent qualities made them a vital ingredient in the construction of the country's first pay-as-you-go motorway. In fairness, if you're going to make any book that's absorbent, Dirty Book is the one to make absorbent, right? What's his name? His name is Richard Beale. What's a load of not? He's covered that up. Richard Beale is a a grade-A, he just loves to have a... And he has just got cupboards <laughs> full of magazines, and he's thought, I've got to get rid of them. Richard Beale, mate, I'll tell you now. Do we have to like legalise that for someone saying a random man loves to have a. Uh, yeah, that is Connor's views and not those of the podcast. Is that technically liable? What I'm a big fan of here 
is the names. Hold I really, on, what's right? I really want to. Technically liable for saying that a man likes to masturbate. Really? Yeah. Still casting yeah. aspersions on the good man's name. Yeah. Uh, uh. So I really want to read one of these books. A surgeon with a secret. Ooh. Innocent desert. Innocence desert wedding. The Playboy Prince mm. of Scandal. Forbidden Hawaiian Nights. You can whoa. just imagine your mum. Well, I can't. Where's my, that pineapple mum, going? Oh, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. As in, as, in, <laughs> as in, I don't like to imagine my mum reading these books, but you know, it's a, it's a mum book, isn't it? It's the type of thing they would, they would hide under a, a copy of That's Life or something. Connor has yep. just gone here. Yeah, I think that's the end of it, really. One in three divorce filings include the word Facebook. Really? It's so depressing, isn't it? It's because old yeah, people take so it too seriously. I'm not on it now because when you go on it, it's just like your nan and your nan's sister having a fight about something that happened 50 years ago that they can't let go and they just bring it up. That's true. And then you go on there and Facebook used to be great because you went on there to try and piss people off and wind people up and now you can't do it because people get too stressed. Because people get too pissed off and wound up. It's no fun anymore. It just happens. It was a, it was a case in 2011, actually, according to the American Academy of uh, matrimonial laws. Uh, though the number has likely risen since, which it has been spoken about that it has, we've had instances where they pull up Facebook in the course of deposition. Uh, divorce lawyer Marion Rosen told ABC News all about it. He said, She said, once it's out there for the world, it's very difficult to erase from the past. So Facebook is used so heavily in court cases for divorce because you can't get rid of it. It's literally just perfect proof there. He messaged, he messaged Sally asking for a Quick blowjob. You're dumb. See, always use code words. What would your code word for blowjob be? As if I, I don't know. As if I would. I think my. As if I'm calling to have would, that sort of life where mm, I need a code word. My yeah. code word would be like, um, um, can I have advice? Yeah. Mine would but, be sucky suck, probably. I mean, I feel like that's not oh, a code yeah. word. That's just obvious. That just sounds that's, like you're a little kid asking for it. Doesn't link at all, to be fair. Doesn't link at all to blowjob. So, yeah, you'd never, you'd probably get away with that one. Yeah, I can't imagine them ever going, oh, this one's all, oh, it's like Da Vinci Code, this, I can't work it out. That's the sound that I make. I'll tell you at the what, though. Sucky suck as well. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, all jokes aside, because it, it, you know, we're, we're having fun and games here, but isn't, isn't that so sad, Dan, like you said? Like, seriously, like one in three divorces use the word Facebook. It's crazy, isn't it? Like, that's a yeah, I mean, I, I can't explain more than just old people take it too seriously. Like, well, I think it's a mixture of that of oh, don't be married to this person anymore. If you've seen what they posted, but I think it's also it's yeah, Facebook Messenger. Because again, old people don't understand that these things can come back to them. It's mm. like I, wanna, I, I love seeing old people on Twitter who just tweet porn stars without realizing that everyone can see it. <laughs> who just tweet their favorite porn stars with like, oh, I love a girl, lovely, lovely legs there, Jennifer. Yeah. I mean, imagine mm. being on Twitter and accidentally tweeting something that you wanted to, like, search, which is related to, I don't know, boobs or something. Can you imagine yeah. being that person? Yeah, well, hopefully, people... I, I don't know. I can't imagine anyone just going on Twitter just typing in boobs. Uh, no one I over the age of, like, 15. Well, you never never know. Colin, you're very quiet over there. What are you tweeting? Oh, no, I just once accidentally liked um, a tweet which... Everybody I work for, sort of, just women's boobs. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> I do remember that, yeah. Exactly what I was getting to. That was very funny, wasn't it? Yeah. Good moment, yeah. Great moment. <laughs> anyway, moving on. You've only been in the job for about a month as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it was an accident. <laughs> Big <What>? juicy boobs. <laughs> Is that what it was? Connor Knight likes this. Yes. It was a thread. <laughs> it wasn't just one, it was a thread. Mark, give us your second fact of the show. The UK Monopoly game is set in London, but all the place names were chosen on a weekend away. So it was Ooh. originally an American game based around Atlantic City. And then a company called Waddington's got the right to the UK game in 1936. Issue was they were a Leeds-based company. So Waddington MD and his wife came down for a weekend to pick all the names. So that is why the majority of the names are in the West End. Have a guess where their hotel was. Uh, where? In the West End. Uh, it's very interesting. Yeah, there you go. That's also why you have things like Marlborough Street on there, which doesn't exist. Great Marlborough Street does, but Marlborough Street itself doesn't exist. Vine Street makes the cut, despite the fact it's only 40 yards long. So what's interesting about this is that when you first pitched this headline, it sounded shit. But, you know, unpacking it... Yeah. That I see when you think about these little intricate ones like Vine Street, as you said, and and all the brown ones that no one cares about, and it's oh that's why they're there because they were only here on a whistle stop tour, and that's just yeah. what they happened to see. Exactly, 1936. <laughs> they were like, oh, what's around here? Vine Street. We'll have that mm. one. Connor, mm. is, that, is that what you got, Connor? Just mm. Connor, give us some earn your earn your money. Give us some hot hot content. Give us a hot take on that. No, I, I, I just don't. I don't have anything to say. It's the making of a board game. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't imagine Connor being one to hack a game of Monopoly. I've never played Monopoly in my life as well, so you've, I'm so out of this. You've never fact. played Monopoly in your life. Nope. Literally never had a game of Monopoly. Never. Never. Like I'm not. Never ever ever had a game. I said I'm not saying it's is like a rite of passage for everyone, but it's just really hard for that not to have happened. No, it's just never ever happened. I've played lots of other board games. I just I just can't remember a time where I've played a game of Monopoly. Is that through choice? Are you deliberately avoiding it? No, uh, actually, probably part of me, if it ever gets brought to the table of, of you know, night out or whatever, and you're having a few beers or whatever, it's quite a good game for that. I think I've probably swiftly left it because all I've ever heard is like, it's a three-hour game, four-hour game, and my mind's like, oh, I can't do that. But I'd like to play it now that I'm a bit more older and mature. Do it. Let's have a, let's have a baffled... Battle game Monopoly. Oh, I don't know. We'll charge for that. We'll stick it on Patreon. <laughs> Time for my second fact of the show. Have you heard about the mugshot that turned the man into the model? I have. Yeah. So this was a big thing. Do you remember this from a few years ago? Yeah, the guy in prison. Yeah, this is huge. Like, I'd never known about this. So if you're listening, maybe maybe you do know about it. But it's something that every, not everyone will know. A guy called Jeremy Meeks, I want to be tentative about this because I don't, don't want anyone to come find me. He used to be in the Crips gang. Crips and the Bloods, uh, and he came out, like, out of West Side Story. It came to huge attention uh, because police posted his mugshot on Facebook back in 2014. Everyone else was getting divorced. They stick his suck his mugshot on there, um, and when he left prison, he got a modelling career off the back of it. Do you know what? Right, I, I remember when this happened. He he's mad good looking. Like he's really good looking guy. You can understand why it happened, but. Yeah, he's he's super famous now as well. Like I think he's going out with a really famous supermodel. Like he's got a really successful career. But do you know what I think to myself? Isn't it a good thing? You know, like he was maybe in a moment where he was in prison for something bad. You know, involved in gangs and stuff like that. Changed his life. You know, it was basically it, it made him a better person. It opened up a new door for yeah, him. I feel, left I, that I, life true. behind. I fully get that. I'm not sure I, I'm, I'm on board with, you know, the, the papers calling him, like, the hot felon and stuff. Like, I don't know if, like, that side think, of his life needs to be glamorised, but... The, I don't think he really 
probably enjoyed that either. I think he probably didn't really enjoy I that. Know. You know, I don't know. I feel like he would. Have he's done. done. He's done pretty well out of it. Yeah, you just egg it all yeah, on. Yeah, but like he's hot felon, supermodel super girlfriend. Now I think he's all right with it. Good looking guy though. He's got like he's very, he very, very, hot. very. That is what Connor. How Connor he has got him on a scale of he all has hot, got blue. Mad. Yeah, blue eyes, like mixed race guy, like jawline. The lot. He's killing it, man. Good luck to him. Yep, he has a jawline. There we go. Hmm. Maybe Have you got a jawline, Dan? Oh, I do. It's not. It's not a prominent jawline. But apparently, you just need a jawline. You hide your jawline. I do with a lot of hair. Yeah. Beard hair, though. Can't, uh, have we got any admin? It's a bit of a week. It's a bit of a weak week this week, isn't it? Um, no. we got any admin? What admin wise? No, just, no, just, no, no. Just on, on uh, dragging out the facts. Uh, no, nothing. I'm going to have been nice. You can always get in touch. Remember, it's info at baffledpod.com. If you've got a fact, if you've got any reactions to the fact that we have said, if you know a hot felon yourself, info at baffledpod.com. Give us a follow on Instagram. Maybe you are the hot felon, and maybe you are our most famous listener. Yeah, who is it at the moment? Uh, the guy from Five. Scott from Five. Okay. No, George Gibney from Gogglebox. Oh, yeah, okay. We'll take George. Uh, info at baffledpod.com. It's the same on uh, Instagram and on TikTok. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen. Listen, bitch. Oh, Listen, make, make, make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Uh, I, I, will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both <laughs> For the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm so let's glad go. no one can see me right now because I'm doing, I was doing some weird <laughs> dance moves. You had nothing then, yeah. Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You? The Wellbeing Podcast. So I just became a lot more productive and happier. Mm. And for me, like, that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, Music in My Life, and How Are You? Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. Connor, give us your 
third and for now fact. You can hear a Blue Wells heartbeat from two miles away. Only if you listen for it. Only if you listen for it. If and you've got Mark, your headphones on, so happy. Probably not. I knew that you was going to say only if you listen for it because it's a Mark Heads kind of comment. The reason that it's only if you listen for it because you may miss it because the heart only beats eight to ten times a minute. It doesn't happen often. No, no, no. And at quite a low resonance, which is why the, the sound waves can go that far through the ocean. I feel like that would be incredibly ominous. Boom. 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 Yeah, one of those. Um, the reason for this is because the blue whale's heart weighs about 1,300 pounds. Um, and to put that into life, it's a small car. Yeah, you can drive a car through a blue whale's veins. I mean, you shouldn't. Can we just clarify that? Please don't try this at home. Uh, My car would fit. It's tiny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just not try it. I love a blue whale. I want to hear their heartbeat. I'd like to drive Mark's teeny tiny car through their veins. I mean, we really are scraping sh- out of our ass and throwing it into this podcast, aren't we? We've just had Mark go, my car would fit in a blue whale's veins, and then Dan go, I love a blue whale, f*** me. You were the one earlier that were like, oh, we love squirrels on this show. You bought the fact. We love squirrels. You bought the we fact. Really Give are. us more, Connor. Give us more. Get us we out of really this are. hole. We really are shitting in audition, aren't we? Like, open up my arsehole and just plop it in f***ing audition, mate. you got Dan in his shirt. I love whales. you got f***ing Mark saying he can drive a vein. you got me talking about Squirrel you indexes. Like, you look like you're off to the bloody My country word. club. With, with you. Yeah, I am. Mean, I'm going for a little swift horse riding later. I don't know. Are you, are you all right, Connor? Are you all right there, mate? It's been a long day. Hey, what are we doing here? It's been a long day, mate. I think the four o'clock what start does here? us in. Shut up. Four o'clock start does us in. Think... Just because you've got to be at the BBC at half two in the morning. No, it's not that. Oh. Well, I mean, next time you want to change some of it, my word, are you going to have a tough time doing that? Mark, give us your last fact of the show. In 1932, the Australian government went to war with emus. Here we go. I'm just going to let that... Why? I'm just going to let that resonate there. Uh, so, they decided that there was too many emus in Australia and they were causing damage to farmers' crops. So the army went in with tanks and machine guns and went to war. Oh, emus. They lost. Twice. I thought you said they went to war with emus. E News, no, the news E out. News, the flightless bird. I was like, what have the Kardashians done now? No, not E News. I was like, E News, the bird. I was like, why have they gone? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, he's like Kim Kardashian just ramping through some crops in Western Australia. How did they, how would they lose twice? So they did manage to kill a number of birds. Um, however, the population just continued to cause absolute destruction. And the birds got very wise to this. That Well, there was a few issues they lost. One, they managed to get a thousand emus in one space and then the gun stopped working. Uh, and quite often they just got outwitted by emus where emus would break off into small groups and they'd make sure they were far enough away that the guns were basically useless. And uh, yeah, emus just continued to cause destruction. 1936 and 1945, they went to war with the emus, lost on both occasions. How do you draw a battle plan for a... War with an emu? Uh, badly, apparently, if you're Australians. That's how you do it. Mm. Um, it was, like, genuinely, this isn't, like, me overhyping what it was. Like, it's called the Great Emu War. They had an a army general who was in charge of all of this, and it was the actual Australian army that went in there with machine guns and tanks. Wow. Uh, still can't And they win. got outdone by emus. Still didn't win. I love it. Twice.
Yeah. So twice. since then, not once, twice. Since then, how long were the wars? How long did they last? Uh, the first war it only lasted like a couple of months. Months. And then, and then they just kind of gave up. Yeah, months. Still months. Have a look at this on Wikipedia. Like the stories of why they lost every time, and it's absolutely, uh, it's 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 baffling. All I'm saying is that even now, I wouldn't trust the Australians in a war. I think I think we're on sketchy territory if we implore our listeners to go and look stuff up on Wikipedia because otherwise, what's the point? <laughs> well, that's uh, that's true. If you want additional reading, I've given you the basic facts. We had the the the, the, the thing about the Australian Prime Minister or President, wasn't it? Who um who called an election when he was drunk a snap election yes. and lost it. Yeah, that was probably would have lost to an emu as well. Let's be honest. I enjoyed that. All right, last fact of the show. Uh, what's your tipping situation, Connor? How good are you at tipping? We're in the UK. We're notably stingy tippers. What are you? Yeah, like, I I tip if I go for, like, a nice meal. I don't tip on an average Wagamama's slash Nando's. No. Mark, well, you don't tip. I, I get annoyed when the tip is automatically included. I would like the option of whether I tip. I don't want this automatic, like, even 5% on top. Let me make that choice. It absolutely, you've got to earn it. You've got to work for it. It should not be automatically included. I'd like to tell you about a lady called Alesha Shimayakoa. She's a 37-year-old. She was out for dinner in uh, Switzerland with her son. She was presented the bill, 20, equivalent of $23. She was told to put the tip in. She put her pin in accidentally, which added uh, $7,686 $7, to the bill. So the bill rose then to $7,709 when she went to get the money back, which she tipped a lot more. When she went to get the refund, the restaurant had closed down. So oh, no. bloke ran away with all the cash. I mean, you would do, wouldn't you? Yeah. But I don't, he's probably he's probably really? some dog he's probably some dog restaurant in it, and they're like, oh my god, we've got seven grand off this. We're never making this in a year. <laughs> the thing, We're out. The thing is, though, that's surely a hard argument to win, though, because if you're overcharged for your food, fair enough, that's the restaurant's fault. If you have put in that tip amount, that's yeah. on you. You're the one who's. They could say, well, no, you said you were going to pay that. You said, you know what number I love? My pin number. That's what I'm going to pay right here. Mm. You can't take it back now. You've put it in. So she, mm. she, and also, mm. she noticed a month later, she had added a 32,000% tip to the bill. Got to stay on top of your accounting. And, you know, if I get a bit arsy if, it, if they make me want to add 15%. If 15? you're the sort of person 15? that can lose... If you're the sort of... If you're the sort of person that can lose just shy of eight grand and not notice for a month, I think you're the sort of person that would accidentally spend eight grand. No, nah, it's on the credit card, isn't it? So... You wouldn't notice. You'd only notice when you get the bill mm. in. The worst bit is everyone now knows her PIN number. So the amount of mm. additional fraud that she's gone through <laughs> since then. The the yeah. the bold brass balls on Chengij Gudurgman, uh, who was New Point, the restaurant's owner, who said, yeah, I'm going to refund your seven grand tip and then shutting up shop, not speaking to her and then filing for bankruptcy. That's bold. Filed for bankruptcy? Exactly. Even doing that. I mean, clearly you've got the money. He was even tracked down by 20 Minuten, the Swiss news outlet, and he's promised them that he'd pay him back and still didn't. Well, technically, he doesn't need to be paying her. He doesn't need to be paying her back. No, but think. morally. He doesn't, doesn't matter about morals. He doesn't legally need to, but morally. If you're a businessman. Hey, he doesn't need to explain it to us. just needs to explain it to Jesus. Mm. Take the money. Take the money. Why not, eh? That is it for this week's episode of Baffled. What have we learned? Well, Morgan Freeman, the unknown Morgan Freeman, has always got the cash for a coffin. 
Mark's car. Remember this one, Connor? Mark's car can fit inside a blue whale's art. Yeah. And, uh, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, just, just take that I, How am I getting the crap for this? I didn't even say it. And never tip just in case you end up paying 32,000% more than you should. Uh, we will see you Friday for a new Connor Explains. Say goodbye, Connor. See you later. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. And I shall say goodbye too. I'm off to read The Promiscuous Plumber. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.